Hi, I'm Tim McCoy of The Zone with Tim McCoy, and we need you to vote for Vic Sahai as favorite comedy actor at the People's Choice Awards this year. Nominations are open right now, man. This is the last chance to give Lester Patel some love. So let's do this, Chucksters. Visit daily, vote daily, tell all your friends. Go to www.ppltv.net. It's right on the main page and vote for Vic. The People's Choice Awards celebrates fan favorites in music, movie, and television, and this is the only major award show where real people, not industry insiders, determine the nominees and winners. So get there and vote for Vic Sahai as favorite comedy actor at the People's Choice Awards. PPLTV.net, and it's right there on the main page. Vote Vic. I am Vic Sahai uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. And now, the moment you've been waiting for. What? What is this bullcrap? The following recording, commonly known as a podcast, contains language that has been designated by someone, somewhere along the line, profanity. It's just not safe, people. However, it is a great deal tamer than our usual. This podcast will contain explicit language in five, four, three, However, it is a great deal tamer than our usual shit. We have... Good morning, Mr. American. All should proceed. In radio, sound is a rather important ingredient. I'm on your frequency dial, and they can be tuned in. We're doing it for Betty, Mary Jo, Linda, Julie, the gang down at Ray's Auto Upholstery, and, well, the list is too long. Wally, do you know any station that plays any music? Captain said he'd caution all of our people not to use radio transmitters. The right radio frequency could take out this entire block. Have you a radio program coming in right now? I think it's the best show on the air ever that there has been. I could listen to you all night. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. It features so many of our listeners. Wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> Deservant of an Emmy. And now, Good day, podcasts. I am your host, Tim McCoy, trying to sound important. What I have is an FM DJ voice. Hi, it's The Zone with Tim McCoy, episode 608, Food Fight. Sitting next to me, as usual and wanted, is my wonderful wife and wife, Joan. Say hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Thank you for being with us here today, all you uh, podcasts out there. And uh, Joan, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling extra fine. You know, kids, this is the Thanksgiving show. This is the food show. We have all kinds of tasty morsels to give to you in this particular episode, including a nice little mocha delight a little bit down the line. A live interview with Vic Sahai, our second... That's... 
Yeah, our second interview with Vic Sahai, and it's going to be awesome. The show is going to be freaking awesome. Phone the neighbors, wake the kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for food and Thanksgiving and Vic Sahai and a lot of other things. Elmer Phillips Head is going to be in here, Joe. Oh, that is exciting. Uh, He's going to be talking uh, corporations Mm -hmm. as well as turkey and his fast food restaurant. But like I said, Vic Sahai is in um, this episode, and I thought that we would start the whole thing off today with something from Vic Sahai, the band Jeffster, Blaze of Glory, right here in the zone.
that song, man. Vic Sahai and Jeffster there with Shut Down in a Blaze of Glory. Hey! It's that show again, kids. Yes, that's right. It's The Zone with Tim McCoy. This is your helpful main course, 608 Food Fight. I am Tim. That is Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi, Tim. Tim. How are you doing? It's going to be fun, it's going to be fantastic, and we're going to be getting to a lot of stuff, including Vic Sahai, Elmer Phillips Head, and my own personal tonsil tickler, my finger. I think you're going to enjoy that. Oh, that means we got Tweety's kids, it's time for this. Yes, kids, it's mailbag day right here in the zone, and someone sent me a letter. Um, This is from Richard Delfer in uh, Bogota, Colombia, and it's uh, got a little bit of uh, grass all over it, and uh, I think that smells, is that, uh, that's monkey shit. I don't know what that is, but uh, yeah, he knew that we were doing food this month. And so he says, I remember Mr. Yankovic doing a song about pasta. Do you have that? Well, not that particular disease, but we do have a song by Weird Al Yankovic that starts set one off of food. Little Weird Al Yankovic and lasagna. Right here in the home of the kielbasa. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wait. There's something just not right about that. Like your cousin Luigi Luigi, Luigi, copy 
Yankovic. <laughs> Hello, I'm Weird Al Yankovic in the zone. Thanks, Al. My pleasure. You know I love that organic cooking. I always ask for more. And they call me Mr. Natural on down to the health food store. I only eat good sea salt. White sugar don't touch my lips. And my friends is always begging me to take them on macrobiotic trips. Yes, they are. All but night I take out my strong box that I keep under lock and key And I take it off to my closet where nobody else can see I open that door so slowly, take a peek up north and south Then I pull out a hostess Twinkie and I pop it in my mouth Time I'm Mr. Natural, just as healthy as I can be. But at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. Well, at lunchtime you can always find me at the Whole Earth Vitamin Bar, just sucking on my plain white yogurt from a hand-thrown pottery jar, and sipping a little hand-pressed cider with a carrot stick for dessert. And wiping my face in a natural way on the sleeve of my peasant shirt. Oh, yeah. Ah, but when that clock strikes midnight and I'm all by myself, I work at combination on my secret hideaway shelf. And I pull out some Fritos corn chips, Dr. Pepper, and an old moon pie. Then I sit back in glorious expectation of a genuine junk food high. Just as healthy as I can be, oh, but at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me, all right. My friends down at the commune, they think I'm pretty neat. Oh, I don't know nothing about arts and crafts, but I give them all something to eat. I'm a friend to old Yule Gibbons, and I only eat homegrown spice. I got a John Keats autographed Grecian urn filled up with my brown rice. Yes, I do. Oh, folks, but lately I have been spotted with a Big Mac on my breath. Stumbling into a Colonel Sanders with a face as white as death. I'm afraid someday they'll find me just stretched out on my bed with a handful of Pringles potato chips and a ding-dong by my head. But at night I'm a junk food junkie. Good Lord, have pity on me. Hey everybody, this is Zachary Levi. Hey, this is Joshua Gomez, and you are listening to. Loves of love, filled with goo white as a dove. My 
must have been sinning from heaven above. Don't even take the ring. Four inches long by an inch and an eighth by an eighth of an inch of yellow. Yummy cake. How I love you. Hostess, I own three fourths of their stock. Though other people they may mock, I think they rock. I'm in the zone. and then run electrical current through the live squid, making its tentacles stick straight out, oh! and flinging it into the audience while it was still stiffened and mm. piercing the eye of uh, someone in the back row. I am Victor High uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, 
and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. Sunday, but the store was closed that day, so I drove all night to Cleveland, and I took the shortest way, well I'm not ready for no burgers, or some Mexican tonight, there's a store right there, it's just within my sight, well I keep on thinking about you, little sausage. kids it's food at least that's what i believe all other people might have other byproducts on their mind but not me little sausages by moi tim mccoy off the album did you say whip (laughs) and before that what m did we hear joe oh we heard picnic party by corky and the juice pig oh yeah and uh golden fluffy layers of love oh yeah by aaron and andrew yeah. And Junk Food Junkie by Larry Grochie. Yeah, cr- uh, gr- uh, Larry Gross. Larry Gross, okay. I meant to ask you that before we went live. It's Larry Gross, yeah. And so that's started, a typo. Yeah, we start the set off with Lasagna by Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, Mr. Yankovic. Uh, <laughs> that's not his name. No. Don't call him that. Anyway, this is The Zone, episode 608. Get it? 8. 
food Ooh, fight. Eight, eight. food. Yeah, eight 608 food, eight food fight. Eight, oh, and it's our Thanksgiving five. program, as well as other particular things. Um, it's uh, in November. And so what I need to tell you about, we have this radio station called WTFR. It's What the Fuck Radio Kids. Yeah. And on particular days, if you look at the schedule, it will have planned events that we can all share in a shared experience. Yes. And on 11-11-11, we're having Nigel Tufnell Day. He's the guitarist for the band Spinal Tap. (laughs) You know, this amp goes to 11. (laughs) Yeah. So we're paying salute to Nigel Tufnell, who created 11, on 11-11-11. Yeah. So what you go do is go to ppltv.net and uh, click on WTFR, and you will see the schedule for the next three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the uh, Spinal Tap thing. Uh, for Thanksgiving, I'm going to rerun the uh, Pink Floyd celebration we had. Yes. We had 25 hours of Pink Floyd, every uh-huh. album re-released. We're going to be doing that again for Thanksgiving. And then in December, of course, we're going to be doing a Christmas show. And we got a Halloween show coming up here soon, yes, too. Yes, yes. So you got to go there and check this stuff out. Uh, it, you know, WTFR, it gives you the whole schedule. We're going to have a salute to John Lennon on the day of his assassination. And we're going to pay tribute to John by playing a lot of John stuff and Beatles stuff. And that's another thing we're doing. And we're going to be with you on New Year's Eve, too. So if you're like... You know, a lone nerd is sitting at home and you need someone to be with. We're your family, That's man. right. We're your freaking family. <laughs> you know, we're going to be taking a break here. Then we're going to be coming back after the break. And we're going to be actually mentally and kind of physically entering Vic Sahai's brain. <laughs> That's right. Our interview with Vic Sahai after the break. But before we go that, Elmer Phillips Head's coming up here a little bit later in the show. And uh, he got a song about uh, Turkey, but uh, it's not sung by him. It's uh, sung by a friend of mine who had one eye. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, kids. Uh, Who can take a carcass, make sure it is dead? Put it in the oven after it is stuffed with bread, the turkey man. Yeah, the turkey man can The turkey man can Cause he covers it with spice And makes the bird taste good And who can take some white meat Cut it with a knife Cover it with gravy So it doesn't seem too dry The turkey man Oh, the turkey man can Yeah the turkey man can, cause he knows a thing or two about a butterball. Oh, the turkey man makes all the birds he makes plump and juicy and delicious. Talk about Thanksgiving wishes. You can even eat the giblets. Yum, 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 who can take a drumstick? Cook it golden brown. When you take a bite, you wanna eat 11 pounds Yes, the turkey man can Cause he cooks it up with love And makes the bird taste good A turkey man, a turkey man A turkey man, 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 man. The David Caruso stars in CSI McDonald's What do we got? Well, Horatio, a cop was poisoned with an over-salted burger Looks like someone got 
an unhappy meal. David Caruso is on the case on CSI McDonald's. Horatio, the lab results are in. Salt poisoning. I guess that's two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and probable cause. The red-headed clown isn't named Ronald on CSI McDonald's. Horatio, we just booked the drive-thru attendant. Da-da-da-da-da. She's not loving it. The tension is supersized tonight on CSI McDonald's. It's the Radio Shopping Club. I'm your host, David. Now, a new study shows that kids think that burgers that come in McDonald's wrappers taste better than the same burgers wrapped in plain paper. So, imagine what stuff you could get your kids to eat if it came in the right wrappers. So, introducing RSC McWrappers. These are authentic McDonald's wrappers that RSC engineers have painstakingly retrieved from various receptacles located in the parking lots of actual McDonald's, so they're guaranteed authentic. RSC McWrappers make even the yuckiest food look yummy to kids. Turning up their noses at Brussels sprouts? Well, not when they come wrapped like this as McBrussels sprouts. Won't eat their steamed vegetables? Well, try serving them McSteamables. Uh, saying no to boiled cabbage? Ooh, me too. Well, they'll say yes to McBoilages. Because no matter how much they hate it, they'll scarf it down when you serve it up in RSC McWrappers. Operators are standing by, so call now because I have to McWrap up this segment. Tasty. <laughs> we'll be right back. RSC. The Radio Shopping Club. Hello? Is anybody there, man? Hey, welcome to McBoobies, man. Oh. Uh, can I take your order or what? Yeah, I'd like a McReally Happy Meal, man. Oh, no problem, man. You want to get fried with that, man? <laughs> I sure hope so, man. <laughs> okay. Hey, is it okay if I fool around in the McDoobie Land room? Oh, sure. Just don't knock over the bong this time, okay? All right. Hey, man. Hey, is it too late to add on the order of hash brownies, man? Oh, no, man. You always get it your way at this place, man. Do I? Yeah. Hey, hit it, guys. (laughs) Grab a bag full of tops. Oh, wow, man. (laughs) Just watch out for the cops. Far out. Hey, there's no stems and no seeds. Drive around if you please. Hey, man, you guys make a bacon double wide burger? You deserve a spliff today. Take one talk and get blown away. And McDoobies. Far out, man. And McDoobies. And McDoobies. Oh, man. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Elderly Turkey Carver. Mr. Elderly Turkey Carver. Your no spring chicken, Grandpa. You've lost control of your memory and your bladder, but not the most dangerous item in the kitchen, the electric knife. Oh, my God. 
Lesser men would have relinquished the task at the onset of blindness. But you, sir, look past those cataracts and see your holiday duty. That's not the turkey, that's the cat. And when you drool on the bird, it's almost like basting. We just lost our appetite. So the next time you're cowering under the table, hoping beyond hope that the lovable old coot doesn't saw right through it, Raise a mangled drumstick in salute to Mr. Elderly Turkey Carver, a real American hero. Mr. Elderly Turkey Carver. You have now entered the zone. And now, back to Tim McCoy in the zone. Okay, got a treat for you here, kids. It's mocha flavored. That's right. We got somebody on our brand new Skype account. We're going to get ready to turn it over right here. Let me hang on. Hold on just a minute. Hey, I'm Tim McCoy, and this is The Zone. I'm with my wife, Joan. Say hi, Joan. Hi, Joan. And let's say hi to another very good friend of ours who's in the very last season of Chuck, and he's got movies coming out, and I'm wasting too much time. Of course, <laughs> Mr. Mocha, fix a high. <laughs> Yay! Like you too, crazy people. How are you? <laughs> we are great. How are you? Are you in the middle of shooting something right now? Uh, yeah, we. I am in the middle of shooting pretty much over halfway now, uh, the last season of Chuck, and... Then I'm about to start flying to Winnipeg to shoot uh, another film simultaneously, which is going to be exhausting, but uh, rewarding, I hope. You know, uh, a lot of your work, I've been, you know, just keeping tabs on you on the Facebook and the Twitter there. And Mm. uh, I must say, out of the entire Chuck cast... I I admire you for reaching out in so many different directions. You do really good work, man. Oh, Tim, thank you so much, man. I I really appreciate that. I mean, I've been very lucky. You know, that's that's kind of the bottom line. I feel very fortunate that I'm able to do work that I love doing and that is diverse. Um, and uh, yeah, in different kind of mediums and genres and and uh, whatnot. So I just feel very lucky, and I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you, thank you. You're, well, you're welcome. Um, this is the last season of Chuck. How are yeah. you? How are you emotionally handling this right now? I feel sad, man. I feel sad that it's ending. You know, I I, I feel also, I guess, excited and and scared. I guess to see <laughs> what else is out there. I do think, you know, in, in thinking about it, maybe we've, we've gone as far as we can go with the material. Anything else might get stale. So I don't think that anyone feels that it's overly premature. We've had a great run. And, you know, it, it's, it's emotional because it's given me uh, family for my first years living full-time in L.A. As a, as a base. And I'm sure that I'll appreciate how crucial... <laughs> Uh, that has been for me even, you know, more and more as time goes on. And, and you know, I love Lester, and I, I feel yes. sad that my journey with him is ending in particular. I don't know if I'll ever feel the same singing. You know, I <laughs> as, think... I think <laughs> give her again. I think the fans feel the same way you do. I mean, in the past five years, you know, yeah. speaking for myself, you have become so much a part of my life. 
<laughs> you know, in you know, I run the Jeffster special that you know we did once before, and I got a big yeah. response on it. And now on uh, Facebook, someone's starting a uh, "We Want a Jeffster Album" thing. <laughs> I mean, it's so flattering. The fans are as much a part of the lifeblood of my experience on the show as has been the writing and the cast and all that stuff. They're they're integral and. It's been, it's really been, you know, I've said this before, it's, it, I've never been a part of anything like this in terms of the, the interaction and the support and the uh, encouragement. It's just been, yeah, unbelievably beautiful, really. Well, that's why they call them fans, because they're fanatics, man. <laughs> yes. And they make yeah, you kind of yeah. fanatic. Since we're coming up on the end here, and I know this, like you, uh, when we're recording this, you are yeah. six days away from the debut of the beginning of the season five there. Right. Can you throw us a bone and give us something you haven't said to anyone else yet about this season? I, I don't know if I can, and I don't know if I want to. I mean, I, I've said <laughs> what, what I feel like I can reveal, and I feel like I should reveal. I think, you know, I, without, without, you know, using the same thing I've said before, <laughs> all I can say is that I feel like this is the most riveting season that's, that's, up, Ooh, that's yeah. coming up. I, yes. I think it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty stunning the way they've gone about it, and, uh, and there's some great stuff for Jeff and Lester mm -hmm. uh, throughout the season. So I'm, I'm you know, excited, and I think you know a little bit about how there is some stuff that goes on. Uh, I think I've said it to other people, so I'm breaking your rule already. Okay. Uh, that there is a, a tension, a fissure, a break in the system, and the, uh, a tear in the fabric of the friendship between Jeff and Lester. Well, and, see, and, yeah, and, that's uh, what's been going around, and, yeah. I, and you know, we're all yeah. thinking, well, how far is this going to go? But you know, even given that information. You never yeah. know what's going to be written down the line to maybe bring it back or maybe to exactly. make a point. You, you, yeah, yeah. What, what, what all happens is, is absolutely surprising, different, unique, you know, basically how the show has always been. Okay, well, let's move on here to something else now. You got, your okay. you got each foot, one in uh, <laughs> two different movies that are coming yeah, out right. here. Yeah. You have Afghan Luke. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, uh, in Afghan Luke, I played uh, an ambitious um, type A kind of journalist who is uh, hustling for the story of the century, he believes, in Afghanistan. And it's a, it's a very dark, uh, gritty film. And uh, really, you know, I, I really needed and wanted that job to come along because as much as Chuck has been incredibly good to me, uh, I'm hankering and was hankering to go back to my roots in independent film and work from more of an immersion place. And, you know, you sort of add to that the extreme desert environment with British Columbia standing in for Afghanistan, which is just dusty mm -hmm. and remote and yeah. going head-to-head -head with Nick Stahl, who I'd long admired as a very truthful film artist. It was very renewing for me. So uh, it, was a, it was, yeah, just a great experience to be able to do that between seasons. Well, yeah, Chuck... Um yeah, I, there's one, there's, you know, that character that you play, and then you play different characters, and everything that you've ever done, you've given to me a different character. And that's what I like about your acting, man. Well, I mean, you're you, so man. true to yourself. That is so cool. We have a fan, uh, Julie Riha in France. She's your right. biggest fan. Do you know who that is? Do you know who that is? I do, I, I do actually know who she is. I, I've, I've heard a little bit about her and read a little bit about it, things she's written. 
Oh, well, let me say something back to her right now. Go ahead. Uh, Julie, 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 merci, merci, merci beaucoup pour votre encouragement incroyable. Il est très, très spécial pour moi. Donc, euh, si je suis en France, vous devez m'acheter au moins un verre de vin. Non, OK, je vais vous... peut-être Et si mon accent canadien vous dérange, tant pis, mademoiselle, tant pis. Ah, there you go. <laughs> My goodness, man. Oh, I'm swooning. <laughs> that was well, lovely. Let's, let's wait to hear what she says about how that sounded. <laughs> I will. Matter of fact, she sent me a recording of uh, herself uh, telling me how to pronounce her last name. Oh, okay. I thought that's, that was pretty interesting. interesting. So what, how, how do you pronounce it? It's Rai-Hya. Kind of like an R-I-J-A thing, you know. Interesting. I wonder where that's from, if it's hmm. purely French or Rai-Hya. Uh, to get back to Jeffster real quick, um, yes, they were voted one of the greatest and nerdiest fictional bands of all time. <laughs> right. <laughs> and with yes, that... What, <laughs> an, uh, what an unexpected but not unwelcome coup. I mean, you know? you're, you're up there... You, at least you don't ever imagine being on. <laughs> yeah, but, you're, uh, you're, up there with, <laughs> you're up there with the Ruddles <laughs> and Spinal Tap, you know? Hey, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, pretty, uh, that's pretty flattering. That's pretty overwhelming, you know? I... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's been great, man. I've loved singing those songs. I loved working with Tim and Gene and getting them down. It was like I had this gig within the gig every time we'd head back in. And I got I got I really got to thank uh, Tim and Gene for getting me, uh, for, for being so there for me, man, because it was a real pleasure. And it was scary and a lot of pressure, but they were, they were guiding lights. So, and you had a lot of they, support out there, man. They're as responsible for us getting on that list as anything. Yeah, you had a lot of support by your fans going, you know, we don't care if it's imperfect or not. We just love the dude. That's so sweet. <laughs> okay, Too American sweet. American Pie Reunion. That's coming out, what, mm -hmm. next year? Yeah, that is coming up uh, April 2012, I think. Awesome. Around about my birthday then. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> there you go. Now, give us a little bit of background on that, if you can. Well, you know, it's 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 written and directed by John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not going to tell you too much about the plot, but uh, these okay. are the guys who did all the Harold and Kumar films, and uh, they really know what they're doing. It's it's clearly not their first time at the rodeo. They're just welcoming, generous to begin with, very invested into talking about the approach before I got on set, and they struck this great balance between letting the madness and the freedom ensue, but starting from and respecting the script. And, yeah, and then, that's cool. you know, their confidence, their kind of solidity was very infectious. And I love that. And I appreciate it, especially getting on this, you know, American Pie bus that has had such a journey and <laughs> yeah. made such an impact before my little stop. <laughs> and then the cast, you know, Sean William Scott and uh, et cetera, just match them with warmth and professionalism. You know, I can't, I can't speak highly enough about the experience. Yeah, Vic's all up in that house, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yo. Okay, one more thing before we leave. You are associated yeah. with Operation Smile Gala, and you and our friendly neighborhood character, Chuck, had a lot yes. to do with this. Tell us about that real quick. Well, you know, I went to the, the gala, which was uh, honoring Zach Levi, uh, among other people. And yeah. it's just, it's a phenomenal organization. It's such a, it does such tangible, immediate good. You know, these, co these, these kids' lives get turned on like a light bulb as a result of these sort of facial surgeries. And then, of course, it was doubly great to be there to see Zach get honored. You know, he's a real leader, and uh, it was very deserved. So Operation Smile, it's just, it's just a, a stunning organization. Wow, and that is really good work that you're doing there, man. 
Thank you, man. I've noticed that you, um, a couple of the pictures that have been sent out by Zach and um, uh, Yvonne, uh, yes. you and her in a couple of pictures. Now, I know that she's got a boyfriend and stuff, but dude, yes. dude. <laughs> <laughs> so lucky, well, dude. I mean, no. She, 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 and I are very close friends. We all, we're all very close friends, and uh, and uh, you know that that particular event, she and I, you know, traveled to together. Um, but uh, you know, we were there for Zach, and uh, and <laughs> and hopefully, we'll always be in. This is you know part of the sadness. You know, it's yeah. it is a nomadic life that you 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 live as an actor, and you go kind of from family to family. But this one has been. Ah, so special. I hope we stay very tightly in touch, you know, after after December, you know, when we finish shooting. Well, it's that it's that physical and mental shared experience between you yeah. as well as us the fans, man. And I appreciate Well, that's it. I, I really personally want to thank you for five years of wonderful television, man. And if you thank are you ever it so is you, much for your support, man. It means the world, Tim. Joe, both of you guys, it really means the world. It really, really does. Hey, and further down the line, man, if you're ever doing anything and I can get a few words out of you, you know, you're, you're a friend on this, and I am hope it's the same way. And if you're ever in Minneapolis, Minnesota, look us up, man, because I'll treat you on the town. Nah, I, I will absolutely do that. <laughs> and, and absolutely, we're going to stay in touch, man. Awesome. Well, break a leg on the final season of the Chuck and all your ventures out there. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Vic Sahai. Yay! Squee! Yeah, squee. Before we leave, you want to do another little promo for us? I am Vic Sahai uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion. And you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. Yo. Wow. Fantastic. He is truly a truly good friend. Oh, he's a sweet, sweet man. Make sure y'all's out there. Tune in for Chuck every Friday night, 8, 7 Central on NBC. Vic Sahai. Look, yeah, Fridays, Fridays. Let's, let's make it a big damn thing before it goes off the air, kids. Absolutely. Oh, jeez. Okay, we're going to have to uh, go to the Onion Radio News and then uh, some other crap here. It's, uh, it's the Onion Radio News. The nation's dogs say the nation's dogs are dangerously underpetted. This is Doyle Redland reporting. At a Washington press conference today, representatives of the Association of American Dogs announced that the nation's canines are dangerously underpetted and virtually ignored when it comes to a good scritching. The association's president, a black Labrador retriever named Banjo, spoke to a packed house. If this sort of neglect from our masters continues, it could lead to widespread jumping on the furniture. Upon his owner's arrival, Banjo abruptly ended his speech, frantically barking, leaping, and rolling over. Over on his back in an effort to communicate his need for a vigorous belly rub. According to Westwood High School sources, some dork from City Hall or the mayor's office or something came in to address Richard Prug's fifth and seventh hour civics classes today. The dork, who had introduced himself as Mr. Kepler and wrote his name on the board in girlish cursive letters, spent 25 minutes droning on about the revitalization of downtown Gillette. Westwood Jr. John Kreisel was there. The guy was a complete and total dork. I knew it the minute I saw him. Kepler's totally dorky behavior was reportedly matched by an even dorkier appearance, which included a bow tie and a heavily trimmed mustache. The entire seventh-hour class was said to have stared at him blankly. 
According to Hellman family sources, Jake Hellman, whose rowdy nightclub exploits have been much reported in the tabloid press, has behaved in a manner unbecoming his stature as heir to the Hellman's mayonnaise throne. 19-year-old Jake's great-uncle, Oliver Hellman, is furious. When one is fortunate enough to carry the name of America's most popular mayonnaise, one does not spend every night getting drunk and partying with models. The elder Hellman added firmly that young Jake is not yet ready to accept the enormous responsibility that comes with being a Mayo magnate. Six U.S. military cadets are dead and 14 are wounded after an unsuccessful panty raid on the West Point women's barracks last night. Company Commander Roger Phillips, a junior at the academy, was among the injured. I guess our training made us think strategically, and before we knew it, the whole panty raid had somehow turned into a meticulously planned 16-man undergarment acquisition mission and reconnaissance force. West Point officials released a statement saying, quote, unfortunate situations inevitably arise when the heady experience of college life combines with hundreds of hours of field training in tactics and weapons. Doyle Redland for The Onion Radio News, online at theonion.com. The Onion Radio News can be heard each and every episode right here in The Zone. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Elmer Phillips Head, owner and proprietor of Turkey King Fast Food Restaurants, located everywhere in the country, in any city, exactly at 732 West High South Water Street in your hometown. We, uh, that is the Turkey King Corporation <clears throat> is prepared to serve you quick and hot. I think that's how that's written. Uh, our finest meat between nice, tight white buns. And with every fill-up, no, that's with every man called Philip, you will receive an extra squirt of mayonnaise right between your buns. This week only, we're giving special uh, locations where you can get them served for free. That's Elmer Phillips Head's Turkey King Fast Food Restaurant, located in any town in the United States on 1732 South High Water Street, there in your hometown. Turkey to ya! Cheese is good, cheese is nice, in a spread or by the slice. Cheese for me, cheese for you, rats love cheese and hamsters too. Yeah, Yankovic. <laughs> Hello, I'm Weird Al Yankovic in the zone. Thanks, Al. My pleasure. Taco. Grande. Changes, chili carrero, yo tengo el dinero para un steak picado. La salsa y tamales siempre muy bueno y el chili relleno. You see, I just gotta have a tostada, carne asada. That's right, I want the whole enchilada. My only addiction has to do with a flour tortilla. I need a quesadilla. I love to stuff my face with tacos al carbón. With my friends or when I'm all alone. Yo tengo mucho hambre y ahora lo quiero. Un burrito ranchero. So give me something spicy and hot now. Break out the menu, what you got now? Who would you tell the way to ride? Like to have sour cream on the side? You better make sure the beans are refried. Taco. 
big enough for a man like me That's why I order two or three Let me give you a tip Just try a nacho chip It's really good with bean dip I eat uno, dos, tres, cuatro burritos Pretty soon I can't fit in my speedos But I hope they feed us lots of chicken fajitas And a peach or margarita Where the combination plates I'll come with beans and rice The taquitos here are very nice Now I'm down on my knees We need some extra tomatoes and cheese And could you make that up for the checks please? I'm Tom. I'm Peyton. And this is The Zone. What is the real meaning of this day? Well, let us travel back through American history with Philip Proctor and Peter Bergman. Time once again to celebrate Thanksgiving Day with a traditional feast and fable. Except that today we're going to reveal the real truth behind the first dinner of pilgrims and primitives. Because we have with us a real expert on that first Thanksgiving, a blood relative of one of the families actually present at that meal, John Parboyle Skinburn Smythe. Righto. I'm a direct ancestor of the lot will come over in them boats. And do you know anything truly about your ancestors? Oh, yeah, yeah. They was basically your knaves, thieves, and cut purses. And then what could afford it was criminals. And, John, according to the stories that your families passed down to you, what was the first feast with the American Indians really like? Well, first off, we ate at separate tables. There was no mingling with the Redskins. You mean you kept them down? Well, the Indians have always been in the cellar. Cleveland just can't seem to get the team together. Well, why were they treated that way? Well, they weren't civilized. We didn't trust them as far as we could throw them. And in those days, without the Olympics and drugs, that was only about 20 feet. All right, John. According to your family's recollections, there you all were, Indians and pilgrims, seated at separate tables. Right. Were you at least eating the same foods, as we've been told? Are you balmy the same foods? We wouldn't touch that redskin slop. Cornmeal mush, dirty red potatoes, a filthy great ugly bird stuffed with popcorn and clams. Huh, it's enough to turn your stomach. So what did you eat then? Good old proper English food, that's what we ate. 
brought straight over with us from the mother country. Well, what kind of foods are those? Oh, great stuff. Sweet-cured pig's chaps, cullen skink, cock-a-leaky, how-towdies, rumble-de-thumps, whim-wham, and spotted dick, topped over some swell bangers and brew. Bangers and brew? What's that? Hot dogs and beer, you bacon-brained break-off. And you call yourself an American? Uh, well, uh, what about dessert? Uh, sh- surely you shared the traditional pumpkin or mincemeat pie. Pumpkin and mice meat? What? No, sir. None of those wretched rodent-infested orange ground squash for us. Well, what'd you have, then? Well, sweet English gull's eggs, brawn stuffed with candied eels, jelly dog's legs, and chocolate-dipped tobacco. What a feast! Well, it's quite a shock to have one's faith in the first Thanksgiving shattered like this. Are you sure you didn't get together at all as friends, uh, even after the meal was over? No. According to my family, we even fought over who should pay the check, and we lost. Well, apparently your loss was our gain. Happy Thanksgiving, John. And the same to you, sir. Just some Johnny Sauce man when he walked into that kitchen And the chef picked up the odor and put down his Solzhenitsyn He said, make yourself at home, boy, I just pre-warmed all the vittles You got 20 minutes starting now, need some gourmet vittles Basil and I, Parmesan, Shrimp, Live Lobster, Hamster, Worcester, Munster, Caviar, Radicchio, Snow, Beef, Scampi, Roquefort, Meat, Scrub, Blue, Beef, Bedelite, Pork, Lock, Side, Banks, Cantaloupe, Sheep, Shank, Covalone, Flatbed, Goat, Set, Soup, Gruyere, Cheese, and Genera, Please, and a Beast, Cheese, Paws, and a Cabbage, and a Crawfish, Claws Was just some Johnny South man when he walked into that kitchen. But his genius with the food stuff's got the old chef's taste buds itching. Johnny South man bought the restaurant and the chef came all unglued. But there'll always be a lineup for that strange and wonderful food. Basil and I, Parmesan, Shrimp, Live Lobster, Hamster, Worcester, Munster, Caviar, Radicchio, Snow, Beef, Scampi, Roquefort, Meat, Scoot, Blue, Beef, Fedelite, Pork, Lock, Side, Banks, Cantaloupe, Sheep, Shank, Covalone, Flatbed, Goat, Set, Soup, Gruyere, Cheese, and Genera, Peas, and a Beast, Cheese, Paws, and a Cabbage, and a Crawfish, Claws. Just some Johnny South man when he walked into that kitchen But his genius with the food stuff's got the old chef's taste buds itching Johnny South man bought the restaurant and the chef came all unglued But there'll always be a lineup for that strange and wonderful food Here we go! Basil and I, Parmesan, Shrimp, Live Lobster, Hamster, Worcester, Munster, Caviar, Radicchio, Snow, Pea, Scampi, Roquefort, Meat, Squirt, Blue, Beef, Fettler, Pork, Lock, Side, Flanks, Cantaloupe, Sheep, Shanks, Provolone, Flatbed, Goats, Set, Soup, Gruyere, Cheese, Engineer, Please, and a Beast, Cheese, Swaz, and a Cabbage, and the Crawfish, Claw! I am Victor High uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo.
the plain flat out meathead. Ah, uh, a double cheeseburger, onion rings, and a large orange drink, please. Did, did, did you get my order? A double cheeseburger, onion rings, and a large orange drink. Take a side order of laughter on that one, man. <laughs> Stevens and Gritnick. <laughs> Fast food. Oh my god, I was laughing my ass off so much on that. What else did we hear, Joe? <laughs> well, uh, before that, we heard the vestibules with "You're a Hamburger" uh, and uh, Johnny Sauspin uh, by yeah. Moxie Fruvis. Uh, talking about food of all kinds. And uh, uh, before that, it was a, a story, The Real Truth About Thanksgiving by the Firesign Theater. Uh, and then uh, two from Weird Al Yankovic, Taco Grande. And we started the set off with cheese. Cheese is good. Cheese is nice. Hey, kids, just another reminder there. We have a, uh, we have a mothership. It's called WTFR128K. If you know about... PPLTV.net. If you know about this show, then you've got to know about the website. PPLTV.net. Click on that, and you'll see all kinds of weird, bizarre crap. One of them is WTFR128K, and it's an internet radio station, and we broadcast on particular special occasions for you all. And if you have a special occasion, you want us to cover for your party or event live over the internet... 
please send us an email at thezone at ppltv.net. That's thezone at ppltv.net. And see how we can do a special musical celebration over the Internet for maybe a friend or a birthday party or an anniversary. or It's just kind of a, like a, a neat, unique gift of music and weirdness and you could blow their mind or you can just treat them to a whole day of maybe Pink Floyd or Rolling Stones or whatever. Let us know. If you like the idea, send us an email, thezone at ppltv.net. How's that, Joan? Brilliant. Okay. Here's the, where's the chicken? There you go. (laughs) It's always that one little spot that makes it all worthwhile. If you rub it just correctly... It'll make a noise. Hey, um, <laughs> Thanksgiving is among us, and of course, we're going to be eating a lot of food and doing a lot of that stuff like that, like we're doing right here. And there are opportunities to actually, I don't know, live through pain. And one of them is getting the cramps, or maybe the <laughs> you got that from the bad turkey or bad chocolate mousse or something. Yeah. I got to talk about one here. Here it is. sat on the table a little too long I think my wife Mabel she prepared it wrong my stomach's weak but that bird sure smells strong that's why the turkey gives me cramps I love Thanksgiving It's my thing So pass me a wing Now I'm sick What a kick The USDA Shouldn't have Put on that stamp Because that Turkey gave me cramps I had four helpings Like some kind of nuts And that bad turkey kicked me right in the gut Now I've turned green and I might throw up Cause that turkey gave me That cuckoo bird gave me That turkey gave me the cramps I am Victor High of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. If the food you eat is making you ill, they're the people you call for help. FDA Miami. What do we got? Well, Horatio, it appears the victim got sick from eating a BLT. Well, when you say tomato, I say salmonella. Yeah! It's a red scare of the plump, juicy kind on FDA Miami. All the fast food chains, including McDonald's, have stopped using raw tomatoes, Horatio. Good, because I'd sure hate to have someone get an unhappy meal. Don't miss an outbreak of gut-wrenching food danger investigation. FDA Miami, tonight on CBS. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. 
Today, we salute you, Mr. Holiday Spirit Hypocrite. Mr. Holiday Spirit Hypocrite. We hear your endless complaints about how no one remembers the true meaning of Christmas and that it's gotten too commercial. But you get Yuletide amnesia once you hit them all. Every four-year-old needs an iPod. You took a swing at the lady who got the last Elmo. So when some modern-day George Bailey stops pontificating long enough to beat you to the last Xbox, don't get mad. Ring a bell and give angel wings to Mr. Holiday Spirit Hypocrite, a real American hero. Mr. Holiday Spirit Hypocrite. Hark the Herald Angels. Thirsty for some delicious gourmet coffee, but you're a little short on cash? The Checkout Mix Starbucks Dollar Menu, featuring five different flavors of coffee in a two-ounce cup, only 99 cents. Hungry? Try a mixed Starbucks side salad, a four-piece Star Nuggets, or our delicious new mixed Starbucks snack wraps, all for under a buck. And for a limited time, 10% of our proceeds go to the Ronald McStarbucks House Charity. Mix Starbucks. Da-da-da-da-da. I'm liking it. Welcome back to the Radio Shopping Club. Hey there, I'm your host, David. Thanksgiving is just around the corner. And you know, one of the worst things that can happen is to spend hours in the kitchen only to have the celebratory bird turn out dry and chewy. Am I right? Of course I am. Well, RSC has the solution. It's the RSC Turkey Inseminator. Look at this. That's right. Beyond mere basting, the turkey inseminator uses the latest in artificial breeding technology, or what we call ABT, to actually inject the juices into and onto your bird, guaranteeing roasting perfection. Now, here's how it works. What you do is you just stick the inseminator into the juices that will pool about the bird, pull back the plunger, and then insert it into the bird. There you go. Now, extra added bonus. Do it again this time on top of the bird. Just coat it, huh? I think I should have I should have bought it uh, dinner first and then slowly slowly squirt the juices inside in the turkey and now you can do this as often as you want inside the bird or on top of the bird. It's up to you and I hope that it was as good for you as it was for me. The RSC Turkey Inseminator. Call now. RSC, the radio shopping club. You have now entered the zone. And now, back to Tim McCoy. In the zone. Just a reminder, kids, Thanksgiving is just right around the street corner. So, if you need to get some medicine, please go to your nearest pharmacy and ask for help by Salmonella. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Elmer Phillipshag. Recently, the purity of our turkey has been uh, um, brought up in discussion as of not being of good quality. <clears throat> The Turkey Corporation of China, the Sosumi Company, has asked me to give you this bit of information. Their company has nothing to do with our company. Uh, Elmer Phillips Head's fast food, Turkey King fast food restaurants, are only designed for those people who can stomach American food, not Chinese. 
so the Shoshumi Company doesn't have anything to do with our turkeys or our leftover turtle parts. I don't know how that came up. It was something about a lawyer in Texas. The next thing I knew, I'm asking questions about dead cattle <laughs> in the middle of the road. Sandwich? Well, it's the kind of a sandwich that you're supposed to take. Two pieces of bread and wish you had some meat. Go, do, do, bone. Go, go, lemon in the blubber, lubber. Bell ride, hit me, do, 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 do. Pull out the bell, chicken, lubber, hubber. He ride, wanna do, break a record. Pull out the bell, chicken, lubber, hubber. He ride, with it, with it, lubber, lubber. Pull out the bell, chicken, lubber, hubber. He ride, hit me in the hubber, lubber. How loud is something that a chicken want? The other day, I ate a ricochet biscuit. Well, it's the kind of a biscuit that's supposed to bounce off the wall back in your mouth. If it don't bounce back, <laughs> you go hungry. Go, 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 go. The other day, I ate a cool water sandwich and a Sunday go to meat and bun. Go, 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 go. Hmm, what you want for nothing? A rubber biscuit? Go, 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 go. Hey, this is Benita Friderici, and you're listening to... Ladies and gentlemen, the Firesign Theater is proud to present... For your edification... The downright awe-inspiring, never-before-witnessed historical pageant... Thanksgiving, or... Pass the Indian, please, or... None of the above. Now, over on this side, we have some settlers and pilgrims and merchants and trappers, all dressed funny in funny hats and buckled shoes, and the soldiers in armor. Just, Just folks. folks! And on the other side, we have some Indians, all painted up fine and looking like courier and hives. Guardians, Guardians of, of this, this sacred, sacred land. land. In between, this bounteous feast, untouched as yet by hand of man. Yum, yum! yum. The leader of the white men speaks. Let's want them Indians, he says. We Indians, as usual, not saying anything. Anything. Uh, don't uh, say anything. A typical scene, folks, one which will be repeated thousands of times. In the thousands of times. To come. Except this first one was different. Now why did this first one have to be different? It didn't seem different at first. One of the soldiers walked over to one of the Indians and throttled him. <coughs> well, you can bet that made the folks in the Buckley shoes proud as punch. Manifest destiny, said the captain of the ship. That Indian is good and dead, said the minister's wife. A dead Indian is good, countered the dragoon. The only good Indian is a dead Indian, cleverly rejoined a little boy. And they all applauded. 
And they were going to let the little boy eat the Indian's heart. Yum, yum! When someone... I think it was the Archbishop... ...remembered that they were Christians. And eating an Indian's heart doesn't really sound like something Christ would do. The Indian didn't say anything because... Of course. ...he was dead. Good heavens! exclaimed the chief of the Indians. These people aren't friendly. Hmm, depends on what you mean by friendly, said the medicine man. Depends on what you mean by people, said the chief, and he shot an arrow at the soldier, but it bounced off the soldier's armor. (laughs) Said the minister's wife, raising her buckley musket. Bang! said the musket. And a couple more Indians fell dead, clutching their intestines. Which spilled out on the ground. Well, folks, that pretty much got things going. Yep, there was a good deal of shooting. And dodging behind trees. And skulking and so on. And the Indians killed a few settlers. And the settlers killed lots of Indians. And the feast was still untouched. And it looked as if America was to be made safe for no one. When? All of a sudden, a very strange and unprecedented thing happened. What happened was... All the pilgrims turned into Africans. Zow! Like that? Yeah. All the white people turned into black people. Now, you may think that this occurrence amazed and befuddled the Indians. Not so. Because the Indians had all turned into Asians. Well, this was quite a turn of events. I'm black all over, said Goody Proctor. So they burned her as a witch. We felt bad about it thereafter. When we realized we were all black, too. Over on the other side of the table... Things weren't exactly crystal clear, either. I'm upside down, cried the chief. The moon sleeps on the sea, mused the medicine man. To which the chief replied, You know, I actually understand what you mean. Well, folks, a funny thing happened. The pilgrims took off their buckles and they started dancing and painting themselves. And the Indians contemplated a lot. And a few days later, someone... I think it was the minister... ...said... What about that war we were having? Here, here, said the rest of the Africans. What were we fighting about? We were going to take their land, said someone. Unthinkable, said the brothers. And besides, said someone else. What do you mean, their land? Well, soon all the people began to meet socially. And predictable hanky-panky took place amongst the younger folk. And everything got sort of blended together. And one day, they all looked around and there was... Nothing but... Indians. That's right, folks. Nothing but... Indian. You see... And here comes the punchline. The definition of an Indian is... A white man. Who becomes a black man. Who becomes a brown man. Who becomes a red man. And who becomes a white man. Who becomes a black man. Who becomes a brown man. Uh, Now, some may say that that's an oversimplification. Yo, dude, that's an oversimplification. But it's better than killing people. Isn't it? Isn't Isn't it? it? I am Victor High uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. I'd like to sing you a song for this fabulous turkey month. It's easy if you try No spam below us Only meat that's fried 
I'm learning to play the guitar. I walk by the sea. I don't own a TV. I'm driving a ten-year-old car. I've strolled through your house in the suburbs, admiring all of your stuff. And I may need a shrink, but I can't help but. Think that there is such a thing as enough. I really loved reading your letter. I hope you've enjoyed all my news. I'd wish you a wonderful Christmas, except that we're both of us Jews. Yes, in Mendocino, I'm happy. I run. The musical bunch. We like to have brownies for breakfast. We like to have mushrooms for lunch. We like to have brownies for breakfast. We like to have mushrooms for lunch. Smell that? That's a trifle. This is Ivan Strahovski, and you're listening to.
I was spam. Jeez. Weird Al Yankovic. I'm sorry I kind of drifted away there. It was just like, just like the other day. I was just sitting outside, playing my harp, watching, I don't know, good-looking dogs go by. He doesn't want to play with me today. Where's the chicken? There you go. Thanks. Anyway, uh, spam. <laughs> or what did we hear before that, Joan? Holly Tannen with uh, bronies for breakfast and mushrooms for lunch. My two favorite. Uh, and then Elmer Phillips head uh, with imagine there's no turkey. Thank you, Elmer, for that. Yes. And uh, then from the All Things Fire Sign, Fire Sign Theater album... Uh, is uh, uh, all things what <laughs> <laughs> you wrote it <laughs> all, uh, all things Thanksgiving or pass the Indian please that's what, is all that things, right yeah all things Thanksgiving or pass, pass the, the Indian please. please Indian please yeah, yeah one Indian and started it out with rubber biscuit by chips by chips oh what a beautiful thing about oh what about chicken chicken what do you know Hey, uh, this is uh, The Zone with Tim McCoy. This is our Thanksgiving um, episode. This is 6088. Get it? 8i8. Oh, now I'm getting fat and I'm going to um, <clears throat> I'm going to make an emoticon with the acids in my stomach. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to exercise. That's what I always say. Exercise. Well, oh, that's the way to do it. Now. That's what does it. Exercising now. Oh, yes. We're having fun here in the zone. Oh, yeah. It was great that Vic called up. Remember to see Chuck Friday nights mm-hmm. at 8, 7 Central right there on uh, NBC? Yes. Um, we have been associated with them for a few years now. Uh, because, you know, in season four, mm-hmm. that's when uh, Fedak and Short started putting Zone everywhere because of the podcast. <laughs> so cool. And I'd like to thank him for associating our podcast, The Zone, with Chuck for, yes. of, for all time. I think that's so freaking cool, man. Yeah, and so, you know, uh, th- this is cool. why we talk to Vic and, <laughs> and, and people like this. Because we have fun doing what we're doing. And it's you people that love it that keeps me doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yes. if uh, if I didn't think that you cared, I wouldn't be doing this crap. But you show me every day with emails and stuff, man. And if you're just a newbie, if you're, uh, you know, if if you're, if you were, I don't know, if you're if you're a podcast leech, <laughs> latch on to the you, zone with Tim McCoy's vein <laughs> and suck away, because that's what we're here for. I normally do stuff to entertain myself. And apparently somebody thinks that's a good sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> and 11 and a half million subscribers off iTunes, I thank you. And I also thank all those people at Chuck. Mm-hmm. Every, even you, Adam Baldwin. Even you, buddy. Even Adam Baldwin. Absolutely. Yeah, you entertain me, you know. And they're, they're not making those cars no more, dude. Oh, no. You know. Was that's it Vic? Such a shame. That's sad. That was a Vic, right? Crown Victoria? Crown Victoria, right. Yeah. An 82 Crown Victoria. And one's coming through the window. Is, uh, <laughs> is like, can I, can I get a... No, not a clap. I was going... A window break would have been... That's we it. Okay, that we got Crown Victoria? Is it, yeah. <laughs> we, we need an explosion for that one. Oh, shit. The Zone. This is what we play. I got stoned and I missed it. I got stoned and I missed it. I got stoned. So you are a star. 20, 20, 24 hours a day. I know we'll be 
I weigh twice as much as you. Chaos is the only way to describe the new blind and deaf hit show of the season, Helen Keller's Kitchen. I'm sorry, Chef. I, I didn't get that. Is this a joke? Watch as Chef Helen Keller tries to communicate with people who don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know what you're saying, Chef. Helen Keller's Kitchen. When the temperature goes up, her arms go flailing. Mm. No, Chef Keller! That's my arm! Not a leg of lamb! No! Whoever said she was gifted never saw her talking to a toaster. (laughs) Helen Keller's is now competing with every cable channel. Introducing the all-new Fox Food Network. On right-wing recipes, we'll attempt to make Rosie O'Donnell eat crow as we turn up the heat and make her stew. Yeah, food addiction. Google it. Next on Iron Chef Middle America, presidential hopeful Rudy Giuliani competes for tasty dishes and traditional values. I cooked that casserole in 9 minutes 11 seconds. Hey, isn't that ironic? Then on 30-minute meals, we'll see if Hillary Clinton can go 30 minutes without flip-flopping on Iraq, while the liberal media just eats it up. Iraq is perfect for dinner party conversation. Finally, on conservative cooking with Ann Coulter, we'll see what John Edwards picks to eat when the choices are meat and potatoes or quiche and a salad. Ann, do you have any light dressing? You are such a... F- the Fox Food Number 26, 1940. President Franklin Roosevelt officially proclaims the fourth Tuesday in November as Thanksgiving. That's what the history books tell us. But now we present What Really Happened. And so I hereby proclaim the fourth Thursday in November, Thanksgiving Day. And on this day, we will gather our families and celebrate with turkey and all the trimmings. And then gather around to see the Detroit Lions get their behinds kicked. And that's what really... The recent E. coli outbreak in Europe has turned deadly. Avoid a similar catastrophe here and don't let your children eat vegetables. Do not give them cucumbers, tomatoes, no broccoli, Brussels sprouts, lima beans, zucchini, peas, and especially not spinach. Instead, feed your children food that is safe. E. coli has never been found in Oreos, Count Chocula, Cheetos, Twizzlers, Twinkies, or Mountain Dew. Do the responsible thing. Don't let your kids eat vegetables. This message paid for by the Sugar Council, the American Dental Association, and the National Fat Camp Owners Alliance. This station presents Real American Heroes. Real American Heroes. Today, we salute you, Mr. Tofu-Eating Thanksgiving Vegetarian. Mr. Tofu-Eating Thanksgiving Vegetarian. Yes, thanks to you, grandmothers across the land will soon be asking, would you like white meat, dark meat, or a beige-colored cube of steamed bean curd? We'd like to beat you with a drumstick. And, Mr. Tofu-Eating Thanksgiving Vegetarian, because you won't touch the turkey, you feel it's well within your rights to devour the entire platter of mashed potatoes. And all of the gravy, too. Hey, doofus, gravy contains turkey drippings. (laughs) We made you eat some. 
So before you take that tryptophan-induced power nap during the football game, unbuckle your pants and salute to the girly man chewing on alfalfa sprouts, Mr. Tofu-Eating Thanksgiving Vegetarian, a real American hero. Mr. Tofu-Eating Thanksgiving Vegetarian. You have now entered the zone. Now, back to Tim McCoy in the zone. I really do think that there's probably we have to get we're going to have to get this resolved one way or another. Hi, <clears throat> this is Elmer Phillips Head. In my last tirade, I decided to go off on the Chinese. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Okay? They're they're threatening to pull my apple crumb sauce away. I I worked all week on this. Me and Bobby and Nick. Nick, you get out of here, you prick. You're responsible for this. Son of a bitch, I'm telling you. I know. Man up. <laughs> so that's what I'm going to be doing, Derek. From this point on, I'm manning up. And I'm taking responsibility for her. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, come hear my desperate tale. I speak of our friends of nature, trapped in the dirt like a jail. Vegetables live in oppression, served on our tables each night. This killing of veggies is madness, I say we take up the fight. Salads are only for murderers, coleslaw's a fascist regime. Don't think that they don't have feelings Just cause a radish can't scream I've heard the screams of the vegetables Watching their skins being peeled Adding their insides with Rated and steamed with no mercy of calories How do you think that feels? That it hurts really Carrot juice constitutes murder And that's a real Greenhouses, prisons for slaves Let my vegetables It's time to stop all this gardening It's dirty as Let's call a spade a spade It's a spade I saw a man eating celery, so I beat him black and blue. If he ever touches a sprout again, I'll bite him clean in two. I'm a political prisoner, trapped in a windowless cage. Cause I stopped the slaughter of turnips by killing five men in a rage. I told the judge when he sentenced me, this is my finest hour. I'd kill those farmers again just to save one more cauliflower. I've 
heard the screams of the vegetables Watching their skins being peeled Having their insides with Rated and steamed with no mercy of calories How do you think that feels? That it hurts really Characters constitute murder And that's a real Greenhouses, prisons for slaves Let my vegetables It's time to stop all this gardening It's dirty as Let's call a spade a spade How low as people do to stoop, making young broccolis bleed in the soup. Untie your beans, uncage your tomatoes, let potted plants free, don't mash that potato. Watching their skins being peeled Rated and steamed with no mercy You fat gourmet How do you think that feels? Leave them out in the Carrot juice constitutes murder P.H. Genocide prisons for slaves Yes, your compost It's time to stop all this gardening Take the back from Let's call a spade a spade is a spade is a spade this is the zone. John Stewart! Oh my god! Oh my god! John Stewart! I'm in the zone. The zone. Let's smell it. Ladies were with me that night. We picked up Willie and went out for a bite. Willie ordered chili. The ladies had tacos. I had pepperoni pizza and a plate of greasy nachos. My stomach started hurting. It started to swell. Then somebody shouted, Yo, what's that smell? The air was funky with an evil breeze. And the ladies said, Hey, who cut the cheese? Who cut the cheese? Oh, man. Oh, man. Who cut the cheese? Oh, crap. Who cut the cheese? Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, who cut the cheese? Just like a sonic boom And somebody shouted Evacuate the room A big stinky cloud Floated to the ceiling I looked at the walls The painted started peeling The smell was so nasty Then I yelled out Yo! Don't light a match The whole room might blow We ran for the door Somebody holler, please, please. Lord have mercy man, who, who cut, cut the, the cheese? cheese? Who cut the cheese? Oh man, oh man Who cut the cheese? It probably was a sheep Who cut the cheese? Oh man, oh man Who cut the cheese? I said it was a sheep Beans, beans The music of fruits The more you eat the more you toot, the more you toot, the better you feel. 
So let's have beans for every Again, I felt it. Willie, did you do that, man? Yo, man, he smelt it, smelt it. The girl said, stop the car. We've got to get some air. Hey, we won't be back until he ain't got very air. I was feeling kind of guilty. I hated to admit it. I had cut the cheese. I was the one who did it. I smiled at Willie, then ripped off a trouser sneeze. He jumped out the window. Who cut the cheese? <laughs> Who cut the cheese? Oh man, oh man. Who cut the cheese? I guess I was Come wrong. on, baby, pull my finger. Who cut the cheese? Oh man, oh man. I cut the cheese. I thought it was a sheep and mixed in mojo. Who cut the cheese? Oh it man, was oh man. Who cut the cheese? SBD solid but jelly. <laughs> Hey, this is Jonathan Potts with Up Simba. I listen to The Zone with Tim McCoy. Yeah, because I'm right here. Welcome <laughs> to the stirring adventures of the cooking detective, Nick Danger, third of a cup. This is Nick Danger reporting. I thought we'd take some time off this week and discuss food. That's right, food. There's nothing I count on more to get me through day after day in this troubled world than food. And although there's a million different ways to say it all over the world, I think I could get a pretty good international show of hands to back up my theory that it's the world's favorite dish. <laughs> yep, there's nothing like food. Except maybe water. Got a drink. Although the food contains water. There you go. Watery food is just the trick. And that reminds me of I stumbled into a little place the other night here. It's called The Clear Plate. And it features water, good old H2O, but water prepared in ways only God or a Californian could imagine. I tell you, I'm a convert. I used to be a meat and potatoes man. You know, I never met a potato I didn't like to meat, But I hadn't tried the grilled Wyoming spring water at The Clear Plate. Chef Eddie Chickenbacker just touches the water to the hot grill, then serves it up in a fine old white plate. All you need is a spoon and a big appetite for this one, because the servings are definitely not nouvelle at the clear plate. And at $26, the dish will not strap the American Express card of even a junior senator. I'd also suggest the mesquite-whipped rack of seltzer, enough for the whole table, and top off with the excellent dessert tray, with its clatter of glasses filled with waters laced with international additives. I find the chlorine mousse excellent, but my attractive companion, furnished, I might add, by the Congressional Welcome Wagon, liked the fluoride apertif. All in all, a memorable evening. Me and the dame repaired to my hotel room, the one with the romantic flashing neon sign outside the breeze-whipped curtains that reads, Danger, another touch of hospitality by Ann Vegan Smith of the Congressional Welcome Wagon. And thanks, Ann. Where was I? Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. The dame melted into my arms. Nick, she sighed. Yeah, baby, I whispered. I'm hungry, she moaned. You've been listening to the adventures of Nick Danger, and I, too, am getting famished listening to this one. Hi, 
Hi, this is Gray Jones from ChuckPodcast.com and TVWriterPodcast.com, and you're listening to The Zone with Tim McCoy. My mama drove me to the Burger King through the drive-in window, ordered onion rings. I looked at my mama with a tear in my eye. I said, Mama, what I wanted was a fried apple pie. I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried Later that day, we went to the 7-Eleven. We were waited on by this high school kid named Kevin. Mama said, give me three pies, no make it four. Kevin said, hey, lady, we ain't got no more. But I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie. I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie, I want a fried pie. Later that night, around 10 o'clock, I snuck off to the Safeway, just around the block. But the manager stopped me, and he said with a smile, gotta wait a minute, son, we're mopping that aisle. I want a fried pie. Stuffed a whole bunch of pies inside my sweater. I almost made it to the big front door, but I slipped and fell on the newly mopped floor. Shit. I want a fried Later, I wound up in the juvenile hall. Had to do this community service thing, but that's not quite all. This mean-looking judge looked me right in the eyes. He said, one whole year and no fried pies. I am Victor High uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. Thanksgiving's here again, it seems like yesterday that we were at Aunt Martha's for a jolly holiday. Who could forget it? The way he packed that food away must take. Fifty plates to feed my brother. Eat on the squash, Josh. Slice up the spam, Sam. Pass me that salt, Walt. And then cut me some meat. I need some fried dough, Joe. So get it over here, pronto. And then you better step back, Jack. And watch me eat. I love him dearly. I don't want him to be hurt. But we'd be saying grace and he'd be halfway through dessert. And it's pathetic The way he dribbles on his shirt It's always 50 plates to feed my brother Big fat steak, Jake Chicken pot pie, guy Slab of cheese, please And a root beer float Let go of the fork, dog Get away from that roast pork Sing about that bird, nerd It's going down my throat So grab another plate, Nate Open up the fridge, bitch. Dish out the spud, bud. And make room for me. If I'm a little uncouth, Ruth, it's cause I 
Bobby Rivers. That's back when he was, I don't know, 1970s. Wow. Mm. Wow. Pretty incredible. And what did we hear for that, Joan? Goodness gravy. Before that, we heard uh, Dick Price. I want a fried pie. Want a fried pie. Want a fried pie. Firesign Theater with the 1988 Dick Danger. Dick Danger, the daily food tapes. <laughs> And uh, before that was Bob and Tom on Who Cut the Cheese? Serious discussion there. I thought it was a sheep. (laughs) Um, And then before that, the Arrogant Worms with Carrot Juice is Murder. Uh. What are you supposed to eat if you can't eat meat and you can't eat vegetables? What can you eat? Dirt? I don't know. Let us know here. The Zone. (laughs) T-H-E-Z-O-N-E. The Zone at PPLTV.net. Send us email. Go to the website. Check all the stuff we have. WTFR. The Zone. The Vodcast. I'm going to be... uh, There's stuff about Vic up there. There's stuff about Chuck up there. Uh, Chuck up. Up Chuck. Chuck, Chuck, I had to get that in there. there. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) check that all out. You know, this is the month for food. So uh, and for Thanksgiving. So, you know, uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to uh, tell you about, um, well, another damn E. E. coli outbreak. Got a song about one? Here here it is. I went out for lunch and had a taco supreme And ten minutes later I crapped in my jeans Must have E. coli E-C-O-L-I coli I ran for the border and I got the runs I guess that's what you get for thinking outside the bun You get E. coli E-C-O-L-I-C-O-L-I E-E-E-E-C-O-L-I Well, I drank Pepto and took ammonium pills Wound up in the hospital The doctor said there's no cure for this The next time you had better I am Vic Sahai uh, of the television program Chuck and the film American Reunion, and you are indeed in the zone with Tim McCoy. Oh, yo. This Thanksgiving, spend the holiday with Brittany, Sean Preston, Jaden James, and their court-appointed parenting coach on A Very Brittany Thanksgiving. Where are my youngins, Sean Preston and... Um, uh, what the hell's his name? A very Britney Thanksgiving is a festive feast of the holidays. Jaden Jane, stop playing in the oven, you hear? Hey, Coach Parenting? That's Parenting Coach. Whatever, we need Thanksgiving supper. Well, I suggest you cook it for you and your children. <laughs> what? Can't we just get it at the Thanksgiving store? It's an intimate celebration and you're invited. A very Britney Thanksgiving. Can I take your order? Y'all have turkey McNuggets. Whitney, you're having fast food for Thanksgiving? Oh, Coach Parenting, you're right. 
Let's dump these two brats and go have dinner at the Ivy. <laughs> a very brippy Thanksgiving. A new study shows that a big breakfast in the morning is the best way to lose weight. Introducing the BBD, the Big Breakfast Diet. Hey, before I started the Big Breakfast Diet, I used to eat three square meals a day, counting calories, cutting fat and carbs, but not anymore. Once you get started with the Big Breakfast Diet, eat anything you want, including eggs, bacon, sausage, tacos, meatloaf, and chocolate cake. Holy crap, this is awesome. I mean, look, I'm eating pork chops and pizza this morning. Oh, then, after you eat your big breakfast, enjoy a glass of water for lunch and some soy milk for dinner and watch the pounds melt away. Huh? Soy milk? Start your big breakfast diet today and stuff your face when you wake. Oh, I don't think I can eat anymore. After American Idol, Jeff Foxworthy hosts the number one new game show on television. Are you fatter than a British eight-year-old? If you eat blood pudding, bangers and mash, kidney pie and fish and chips, and then have breakfast, you might be fatter than a British eight-year-old. Contestants match girth against that enormous kid from England whose mother is killing him with food. Hi, folks. Jeff Foxworthy. Do you have what it takes to be a big winner? For instance, if you have to cover yourself in grease just to fit through the channel, you might be fatter than a British eight-year-old. If only 5% of you don't change the channel after American Idol, we'll be the biggest game show in TV history. If you sit down on a chair and you bend it like Beckham, you might be fatter than a British eight-year-old. You can't miss Welcome back to the Radio Shopping Club. I'm your host, David. Hey, what makes a 12-pound butterball turkey so tender? Here's what they do. They inject it with a ton of butter, hence butterball. And now you can enjoy that rich butterball turkey taste without the bother of cooking a turkey. Here it is, the RSC Butterball Butterballs. The 12-pound ball of butter carved in the shape of a turkey. Now, it is nothing but butter. So you get nothing but that rich butterball turkey taste without the stringy, dried-out turkey part. And don't forget the stuffing. Simply shove a spoon up its rear end. There you go. Scoop out three cups of butter. Okay. Now, I got some breadcrumbs here. We'll mix it up, and then, there we go. We'll stuff it right back in there. There you go. <laughs> it even makes its own gravy. Huh? Just, whoa. Woo. Okay. Just stick it on the stove for five minutes. Your turkey-shaped butterball, butterball, will slowly settle into a rich, buttery puddle of gravy. Mmm. Well, well, just go. Hey, whoa, hold on a second here. Just don't turn it on high. Oh, you'll be having butterball soup for Thanksgiving, huh? Ha <laughs> uh, yeah. Call now. We'll be standing by to gobble up your cash. RSC, the radio shopping club. You have now entered the zone. And now. Back to Tim McCoy in the soul. You know, I've been thinking about it, and I'm thinking that maybe that, the cougars are out there. I think they're trying to pick up little boys. Better call the cops, man. I'm telling you. 
There we go. Oh, I shouldn't beat around the bush. Hey, it's time for the Zone Top 3. Woo. It's time for the Zone, zone, zone. with Tim McCoy. Top 3. Three. Three. Bologna 
Japanese prostitute. That was Weird Al Yankovic. Eat it at number one. What was number two, Joan? Number two was a fellow we don't usually have along here, uh, Weird Al Yankovic, singing uh, about my Bologna. And what was number three? Weird Al Yankovic again with I Love Rocky Road. And so do I. And there you go. That's the Zone Top 3 by your requests. If you have a request and you want it heard in the Zone Top 3, we'll fucking play them. And we won't fucking censor any fucking song we fucking play. Oh, sorry. I said I would not swear as long as my sister-in-law was a dick. So, um... (laughs) Well, that would make her a guy. There you go. Anyway, the top three. Send it to thezone at ppltv.net. The email is thezone, T-H-E-Z-O-N-E, thezone at ppltv.net. Do you have a good Thanksgiving show, Joan? Oh, yes. Didn't you? Yes, I most certainly did. I enjoyed Vixahai. He was served up there. That was a little bit of aperitif. Yes, it was. That was nice. And uh, next time is Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, boy. We're going to see who we can get on our Skype this time for Christmas. We've been doing these interviews in a row now. (laughs) We've done... You know, uh, Baldwin, and we've done Sahai, and see if we can get somebody else in here for Christmas. 
Yeah. You know, I'm going to work on that and see what I can do. Good. I'm looking forward yeah, to that it. That would be awesome, man. <laughs> so that's next time in the zone. It's going to be Christmas, episode 609. That's a 69 with a O oh, right in the middle. <laughs> So uh, thank you for staying tuned and listening to The Zone and being a part of this family and the family of Chuck and Vic and everybody out there. And hope you have yourself a nice Thanksgiving. You want to say goodbye, Joan? Yes. Goodbye, okay. Joan. And we're going to leave you with Elmer Phillips Head. Hello. <clears throat> My name's Elmer Phillips Head. Yes, I've been cock-jocking around about the Chinese and laughing in the middle of crap, but it's true. They're suing the balls right off my cock. I'm telling you, it's hard. It's hard to do this, man. So what we do is we need your help. Go to your local Turkey King family food, family restaurants at 1627 South South Highwater, Northwest End in your hometown. And buy Cat in a Cup or maybe even a, you know, a, a... a jigger of giblets. Please do that. And uh, we'll give 13 and a half cents to everybody that needs some sense. And I'm talking Republicans. I'm telling you, they're, they're these corporations, the Sosumi Company wants to kill me and put me out of my misery so they can wind up being greedy and taking everybody's money because they don't care about shit. Hear this song, bitch? This is a song from the 20s and the 30s during the Depression when nobody had no fucking food or a fucking job. And it's like this fucking again. And I'm tired of this fucking shit. So this is just a reminder, you pussy corporations out there. The independent private citizens are going to take this country back and you're going to be sucking the teat of our fame and fortune, which is no one's poor. The music has stopped. Well, why don't we get out of this cheap joint? I will leave your planet now. For the present, my work here is finished. If I should return in the future, perhaps we will meet with a better understanding. You remain where you are till I have gone. Goodbye, Cosmic Man.